to actually get rid of two permit types um, and not create the critical skills list, which is a very different permit, general work permit. Um, it's absolutely impossible for the last three months to advise any potential applicant, um, and by the DG's own, own admission, we need to attract these skilled people in. We're simply unable to do it if you've got any ethics or morals, because you're telling someone, make an application that costs a lot of money, and the reality is you cannot say to them with any degree of confidence that your skill is a required skill in South Africa because we do not have the list. It's the same with the business visas. I think importantly as well, um, what needs to be said at this stage is that the DHA offices on Monday stopped taking applications at a regional level and the outsourcing centres have now kicked in. Um, unfortunately, only three of the 11 if I sit here in Cape Town or Johannesburg um, or George, for example, I can't even make an application within South Africa at this moment in time. No. That is not Unless I get on an aeroplane and I travel. That, that is not correct. What we have changed, I can we have to do it as this country, was the issue of the manual processes. You've got a website where you can submit your application where we are saying we no longer want people to bring paper to us because it's what is creating the problem which another argument is going to come in is to say home affairs was taking months and months to process the applications what did we do we said no we need to automate this process and then we get a, a website where people go and submit their applications and then based on that they will be called in for a process of interviews to do that so Akina, we have done the same thing we're no longer now theorizing when we were having a id card a book which was taking us 54 days because it was a manual we learned out of that we came up with a smart card which now people are able to get it within 10 days and the efficiencies and where we're able to cut the issues of corruption so we're doing the same with the permit so Kena, two weeks ago i had to go to sweden personally personally i had to go to the embassy of sweden so that they can take my fingerprint and a photo there was no that i just submit a paper so what is wrong to do that in South Africa. We are doing it in order to protect the integrity of this country. So we have to accept that let's balance the two, the security and the economic development which we need. So as a department, we've got that responsibility. Let's bring um, uh, Chris in. Chris, your thoughts? Yeah, thanks very much. Um, I'm sorry, I have to differ with the DG. Um, on the issue of submitting applications. As matters stand, we cannot submit an application in Johannesburg. The VFS office is closed until the 18th of June. It will not take in applications. All we can do now is give notice of, of our intention to submit an application. We can book an interview, but we cannot take in the paperwork until the 18th of June. The client cannot go in and be fingerprinted and, be, and, and get checked until the 18th of June. The the, the, um, the the director general or the department issued a notice um, at the weekend saying that no application can go to the regional offices. So we are in Johannesburg. We are stuck as a fact. And if you go online, in fact, the VFS site isn't even functioning. You cannot even try and 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 uh, book an appointment as matters stand today. So there is a problem around submission of of permits and. Um, you know, it's, it's, you know, the department may have kind of shifted the, the burden to VFS, 
But at the end of the day, VFS are its agents now in this process, and it's responsible for what VFS does. It can't kind of wash its hands and say, this is a VFS issue. The other issue, which I think I must just touch on, you know, the DG says that, you know, he wanted to go to Sweden and he must go stand in the queues. And so there's, there's a, a measure of kind of reciprocity. If, if we must queue for them, they must queue for us. I think that's, that's, that's the wrong question. We, you know, we, that, that's the wrong issue. Because the, you know, at the end of the day, we are not Sweden. We're trying to attract people to the country. And I think we need to find a better balance between um, our security issues and uh, making life easier for people who want to come to the country legitimately. So to say it's reciprocity, as I say, it doesn't work. And at the end of the day, even if it is reciprocity, EU passport holders can walk in, can arrive um, uh, for a visit, can arrive at the airport and will be landed for 90 days. Um, if we want to go to Europe, it doesn't apply. So this reciprocity doesn't, you know, if, if we were being truly reciprocal, then we would not allow Europeans to come here um, without, a, you know, without applying for a visitor permit. We wouldn't allow Americans to come here and uh, you know, get a, a permit on arrival. So you know, the issue isn't a strict reciprocity issue. But as I, said, I think the major concern is that for, for those of us in the field is that the, the, um, that the work permit um, isn't working. The other thing which I would really Why like... Why isn't it working? Because you, you, the, the, um, the departments won't allow us to submit at the regional offices. They've shifted the burden now to this company, VFS, and um, you know, in terms of a notice issued by the department, VFS doesn't go online until the 18th of June. We, you cannot submit at this VFS, op VFS office, the department's agents. Uh, Whatever the, v the DG says, it can't happen. You yeah. cannot go online. It cannot happen. Let's just revert to the DG to respond to what Chris has raised. Well, well, what I'm interested on here is that the question is, are there a problem with the changes which we have done? Now, what they're talking about is the logistics. They're not addressing the issue and say, by amending uh, this particular visa to say, if now you have come to South Africa on a visitor's visa, and then now you want to change to another visa, you must go back to your country. What is the issue on that? If now we are saying as South Africa, if you are opening a business, you can't say we must just appoint five people. We are saying appoint 60% of the people as South African. What is wrong with that? If we are saying, if because of the child trafficking, we are saying a child must have his or her own passport. What is wrong with that? So I'm not hearing that. The only thing I'm hearing about is the logistical issue. So the question is, are the amendments causing a problem to people who want to come to South Africa? Once we dealt with that issue, let's come now to the issues of, of logistics and deal with that. But that's not what I'm hearing. People now are conflating the issues of logistics and make it as a major issue. And again, Sakina, let's be honest, they know about that. What we have done as a, as a, in, the, in the changes, we were uh, what we called uh, practitioners, where people were submitting applications to them, we have removed that thing into the act solely for one reason, because we want to have an opportunity to deal with the client was I want Sakina your fingerprints I want your photo before I can deal with your application that's why we made those changes but I'm saying if the colleagues can explain to me 
what are the issues around the changes and thereafter deal with the logistics that this website is not working or whatever mm. but there's got nothing to do with the changes in the regulations. Okay, Stuart? Let's, let's just quickly address the issue of representation. Section 46 was removed from the Act. Um, it does not create presentation for a client. I think that, um, with all due respect to the DG, we perform a very important role for South Africa. Um, we alone have probably invested, uh, brought in investment of over 500 million rand. We've probably created thousands of jobs. The DHA does not promote South Africa as a destination, the same as uh, immigration practitioners and lawyers do. PFS does not give advice. It doesn't tell somebody that you appear on a list or you don't appear on a list. It doesn't help them to relocate. Um, I totally agree with biometrics. I've got no issues with the VFS offices. I think the point here we're making is that it's not a logistical error um, or even a problem when somebody can't make a submission. No doubt everybody's seen the news at the weekend when a husband, wife and child are split up because the DHA has not processed an application within a 60-day period of time and declared them illegal on the way out of the country. So that a mother now sits in England with her small child while the husband sits here. All right. That's not a logistical reason. That's a, that's a human rights problem.